the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money investing, and more. I ended last hour by talking about having a piece of crap car being a financial term. It's really not a financial term, but there's so many ways you can save money and there's so many ways you can blow money and you can earn more money. There's a lot of things going on in this conversation, right? You earn, you save, you invest. That's what you got to do. And everyone needs to save for retirement. Otherwise, retirement's going to look like living in a trailer park eating beanie weenies. I'm not, I'm not against you eating beanie weenies or living in a trailer park. Just know that it's coming unless you do something to save money for your own retirement. Social Security will be a supplement at best. At best, okay? So work with me on that. Um, huh. One of the areas you can get, save more money, again, you earn, you save, you invest. One way you can earn more money is obviously go back to college and get a better degree or you know, tr- get some training on something that gets you a raise. For instance, in the CFP world, um, there's different designations. So when Chad hires a CFP, sometimes he looks for what else he got other than being a financial planner. And that could look a lot of ways. It could be like a a certified divorced expert. That's not quite the accreditation or the name of it, but helping people through divorce is a financially, it's a financial thing. There's an accreditation also for certified financial analyst. So going back and getting different accreditations makes a lot of sense in your life. Again, maybe it's time to change careers. I know a friend, a female friend who worked at a mutual fund company, basically helping companies set up 401ks. And they were very, very old school. They charged a lot of money and they made tons of profit. And then the internet came along and competition came along. And there's so many laws tied up to 401ks. Like if the founders make so much money and if they want to save more money, then they have to give the, they have to do a profit share with the employees inside the 401k. So she was a good friend of mine 20 years ago. And you know what she does today? Um, she's the cut person in boxing. So she's somehow trained herself to become quite the corner person. You know, when you watch boxing, and like Rocky's eye is swelling up. And he goes, cut me, Mick, cut me. Because he can't see out of the eye. So Mick cuts, he takes a razor blade, cuts his eye, blood gushes out, and then he's able to open his eye again. That's what she does. Does a little massage on the boxers in between rounds, puts ice on their shoulders. Um, her industry got destroyed. She was in the, you know, caring for 401ks. So save, earn, invest. Uh, you know that little Acorns account that I set up? It's an app on your phone. In a little over four months, I've already rounded up over $1,000. So what they do is they take your purchases. Let's say you buy a Ron Burgundy plush toy, and it's $19.32. It'll invest $0.68 cents for you, and you just spent $20 with the idea that maybe you don't miss that $0.68, cents, and yet this little acorn can grow into a giant elm tree. That's a nice way to invest, just a stupid way. Your 401k is the best way to do it. Your 403b, your 457, they're all very similar. But think about saving money. When I was in my 20s, uh, I'll be honest with you, 
I like seeing live music. But I like seeing small bands before they got big. I was pretty good friends with Dave Matthews in college. Um, he would let me into the shows for free. But then I would make the mistake of getting a little sloppy drunk on probably $60 of drinks. Man, whoever buys scotch at restaurants, you guys are rich, like beyond compare. That's a lot of money. Now, if you have scotch at your home, love it. But when you go to a bar or a restaurant and you buy alcohol, you're basically saying, I'm super rich. If you go to a sporting event and buy alcohol, you're basically saying, I'm financially stupid. I used to say financially retarded, and then people got upset because... Everyone knows what mental retardation is, and it's not pretty. It's part of our society, and, and it makes a lot of people uncomfortable to say, oh, you're such a retard, like we did when we were 10 years old. But financially retarded and flame retarded mean different things than mentally retarded. Flame retarded means it's probably not going to catch up on fire. Financially retarded means you're just not going to grow financially as much as you could or should because you're buying $12 beers at a baseball game. They're big beers, so I'll give them that. But they're also usually pretty crap beers. They're I don't drink Coors. I don't. That's just, it's disgusting. I, I wouldn't even wash my car with Coors. It's more water than water. So look at your spending. Look at your habits. I've got a loved one who spends easily, easily $2,000 plus at hockey games a year, whether it be on the tickets. Oh, but I got season tickets this year, so I don't have to pay the markup ticket StubHub prices. Food, alcohol, parking, wear and tear on your car. It adds up. Jerseys, jackets, scarves. You know, I, I love hockey, but it's a it's a sport. For, major sporting events are for are rich people, and it stinks. And we're going to see it so gross next year as the Warriors move into the Chase Center. What once was a very colorful, very socially diverse, very economically diverse crowd at the Warriors games will be for the bourgeois. Uh, I think he said that wrong. Why make trillions when we can make billions? It's so funny because like. There was rumors this week that Kevin Durant was going to resign with the Warriors. And the Warriors were basically going to do him a kind thing by giving him a five-year max contract instead of a four-year contract that he can go with another team. Kind of as a thank you, Kevin, for winning us, helping us win two championships. Sorry about your uh, Achilles. It may still happen. Hey, Gilly. How are you doing, Gilly? I always like seeing Gilly. Gilly is always welcome on this show. She's the person that says, sorry. Um, are the Warriors going to make so much money that they can afford to give this guy $30 million to not play next year in order to get a draft pick or two from another team because he would get that extra year because he re-signed with the Warriors? It's grotesque how much money is in sports. But again, it's for wealthy people. And we're going to see it hardcore next year. And uh, I think Disneyland and Disney World are for wealthy people. It ain't cheap. It's pretty darn expensive to go. And I'm not saying don't go, don't live life, because keep in mind, I, I started this by telling you, like, I'm a little bit of a sour person because I, I have to work every day. I kind of like to go out and see bands again, but I, I can't Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday because I work for a living. So that's all out there. Anyway, save money, earn money, spend money. Good way to save money is to drink in your home versus at a bar or restaurant, right? Good thing, uh, try to eat at a home versus a bar or restaurant. There's a restaurant in my town that sells burgers for $16, $17 now. When you add in tax and tip and maybe a soda, that's like $25 lunch. We could do better than that. Unless you're wealthy, we could do better than that. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show. Big event coming up in Palo Alto. Big event coming up. You can learn more about it at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? 
Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I made myself laugh because... There's that idea of saving money, spending money, earning money. An area where we waste money, and I'm just going to go over areas where you probably are wasting money. You're probably buying a lot of brand name products. From food to skincare to over-the-counter medicine, you should be buying generic everything. There's very little difference between generic something and a name brand. Ask your pharmacist for the generic version of medication. Know that you, you, when, it's, when it's got a brand name, and this is where Kraft Heinz and Warren Buffett made a mistake. Millennials are smarter. They're shopping smarter. They're not buying brand just to buy brand. Um, change your own oil. If you don't know how to change your own oil, go online and read how to change your own oil. Changing your car lights, things like that. The small mechanical things, I don't expect you to put in a new transmission. Um, grocery shopping when you're hungry. Um, I'm, I'm guilty of that one. Another one that I'm guilty of is buying a snack at a gas station. Oh, I'll just do it every now and then. It's typically crap food, got bar garbage food, not good for you food. The expiration date on eggs and the expiration date on food is it's, it's not law. We throw away a lot of food. Paying for TV channels on cable. Multiple. I know people who have stars and HBO. and uh, I know people who have internet through a cable company and they rent a modem. Go buy your own modem. Don't give them $10 a month for something that costs 40 total dollars. Uh, banking, ATMs, if you're paying $3 for uh, getting your own money, are you stupid? I know people who will pay $3 to get 20 or 40 bucks. That's insane. You know, $3 on 100 is 3%. $3 on 50, 6% to get your own money. Do you see where this is going? You didn't extra, you didn't earn more money. I, this is going to be fascinating to watch. Homes are expensive, so people are buying smaller homes out of, out of just, you know, pure nature of it. But also, I, I think people are starting to get, I can function on a lot less. There's rooms, not rooms, there's apartments in San Francisco that are smaller than jail cells. That's a good thing, because you pay per square foot. Here's another one I wish we could change. You ever play Candy Crush, or you ever play a game that have loot boxes, in-game purchases? It adds up. When you spend a dollar for three extra lives, that's almost makes me sick. I almost feel like a, a, a dead mouse crawled into my mouth. Well, he was still alive. He was almost dead. A dead mouse crawled in my mouth, and before he died, he vomits in my mouth, and then he dies in my mouth. When I see people spin a dollar, I have, I have a loved one that she, she loves Wheel of Fortune, and on vacation, she's like, ooh, I can't play another game unless I give it a dollar or two. And she's like, I'm going to feed the, I'm going to feed it so I can play another game of Wheel of Fortune. Something that, something that I love. Um, keeping my tires properly inflated. You save money on gas and you don't have to re- repair your phone as, uh, repair your, your tires as often. Tires are expensive. Uh, we waste money on couponing irresponsibly. Did you say irresponsibly? Irresponsibly. Don't use coupons as an excuse to buy things you wouldn't normally get. Um, we don't have to pay full price for clothes. If you sign up for a Banana Republic email, not Banana Republic, is that, that, that's a company, right? Any, any company that sells clothes, if you sign up for an email, they regularly sell it 40% off. Regularly. Um, I don't buy a lot of clothes. I wear one pair of jeans. I have two pairs of jeans, but I'll wear it until they basically fall off my body. Um, what else? <sighs> Fabric softener, don't need it. Dryer sheets, don't need it. Um, it's just a lot of toxic goop that you're putting onto your own clothes and on your own skin. Disposable razors, oh, they lose their sharpness pretty darn quickly. 
I use an electric shaver. Um, and I'll use it for three or four or five years and not contribute to the junk pile. Um, you should have a water bottle. I have a water cup that I take in my car every, every time I go in my car. It's a big green thing. If you've ever seen me, you've probably seen me with it. I love pounding water. I think it holds probably about 48 ounces or something. Reusable coffee cups, reusable water bottles, reusable water cups. Um, we just waste a ton of money. Pre-sliced anything. If you can't cut your own banana, strawberries, blueberries, if you can't cut your own, don't, don't pay. You're paying like $8 for that kind of stuff. Pre-sliced cheese, learn to slice your own cheese. It's, it's just throwing money away. Now, again, I'm not going to be Mr. Cheap Guy the whole, for the, my whole life, but there's some simple things that you could stop throwing money away on. Americans spend $17 billion a year on bank fees for insufficient funds or overdrafts. Late fees, they typically run anywhere from $15 to $35 on a credit card. Unclaimed 401k matches, if your company gives you 3 to 6%, and you don't match that 3 to 6%, you're throwing away 3 to 6% of your salary. Um, credit card interest, I have a loved one that it, it just drives me nuts. I, I get on the show and I say, don't carry a balance on your credit card. She carries a balance on her credit card. I'm like, that's 26% a year. I'll pay it off. Extended warranties, if something's going to break, it's usually going to break in the first year. If you buy ex- electronics with uh, Amex card, you get an extra year anyway. So don't get the Apple warranty when your American Express will automatically give you two years of warranty. Um, most extended warranties are, are a waste, and companies like Best Buy are rolling in the cash on it. Rolling in the cash! The only thing you should buy extended warranties on are like maybe note, notebooks, because a lot of people tend to drop those. Anyway, new cars are a big waste of money versus two-year used. Driving too fast, a speeding ticket in California could cost you $300, $400. You could save more money. Find me online at Rob Black Show. Big seminar coming up right around the corner. You can sign up at Rob Black Show. Use code RADIO25 to get in for free. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. And streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. There's a robo-advisor. Named Wealthfront that now offers a new high yield savings account. All you got to do is deposit a dollar in it and you can get 2.57% on your cash. It's a high yield savings account. Competition in the field is leading to higher interest rates and lower fees. There's no fees on the account. So if you feel comfortable putting your money into a app, a website, an internet bank, you can get 2.57% on it. That's pretty darn good. Um, your first $5,000 that you have with them is managed for free in perpetuity. So they're trying to get younger people to drop some money in. I think if you have an emergency account, I have no problem. An emergency fund, I have no problem with you putting it there. It's not the easiest thing to get to, but it's a great way to automate savings too. If you want to have like $50, $25 come out of your bank account every week and go straight into a savings account, 2.57 ain't the worst amount of money in the world. It's not a stick in the eye, if you know what I'm saying. I know you're saying stick in the eye. It's better than what you were going to get at Bank of America or Wells Fargo in your local city. Women now outnumber men in the college-educated workforce. Woo! And yet they get paid less. Boo. I know you're saying boo. Um, let's see. What else is there throwing out there for you? It's interesting. One of the things I was looking at is one-hit wonders in music. Sometimes I try to tie music into investing. Some people are incredibly pissed off at their one-hit wonders. Goat yay. You've heard the song tons of times on this show. Someone that I used to know. Do, 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 do. 
he's pissed. He hates being a one-hit wonder. And then you get uh, people who did hey, Macarena, which went four times platinum. Los Del Rio. And they're thrilled. Which don't... Which... Could we do Pepe Le Pew in this day and age? Or Speedy Gonzalez? Were those cartoons incredibly racist or not? Nationalistic? Were they... Were they too cliche? Pepe Le Pew. I don't know. Something about a skunk loving a cat always disturbed me as a kid. And to this day, it still doesn't sit right with me. So we got that going on. Um, PG&E. I want to hit PG&E ever so briefly. They're going to go into bankruptcy. They're in bankruptcy. Um, when they're going to come out of bankruptcy, the stockholders may not like what they have, what they get. I would be very, very cautious if you own stock at this point in time. Company's market capitalization is about $11 million, which means shareholders at best would be left with a much smaller ownership stake than they had before. They need to raise $30 billion in cash, and $18 billion of that would come from the sale of new shares. And they're going to change their name to possibly Golden State Power and Light and Gas, because Pacific Gas and Electric will be no more. Um, be cautious, because the way this, the bankruptcy set up, the first $18.4 billion is going to go to the victims of the wildfire. There ain't going to be a lot of money there for shareholders to have, in comp- have it left in the company. So just throwing that out there for you. Big event coming up in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. You can sign up for it at Rob Black's show. It's on the July 11th. It's going to be about income and retirement. CFP Chad Burton will be there. Let's bring on Chad right here, right now, talk a little financial planning. Chad? Now. Certified Financial Planner, Chad Burton. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. He's got a radio show. He's got a podcast. There's a lot of information, a lot of good education about financial planning and retirement. I want to talk a little bit with you right now, Chad, about when I got into the industry, actively managed mutual funds were huge. Oppenheimer was huge. They had tech funds. They were sexy. I didn't mind paying 2 to 3% to get huge technology returns. But then I kind of started learning about indexing and just being the market and going with it and cutting my costs down. Um, passive investing versus active investing. I think I used to be more of an active investor. Now I'm more of a passive investor, even with the companies I buy. Uh, does that make any sense? I, I kind of like to buy companies that I could pass on to my kids. I'm very passive about it. Yeah. I mean, everything you have to look at everything. I mean, G is an example of that, right? You, you thought 20 years ago, you'd be able to hold G till the day you die, but yeah. then they, they, you know, totally screw up and buy a bunch of business at the top and sell them at the bottom. Um, and you have to look at things like dividend growth. And if that stops or a dividend's cut, you got to sell a company. Um, but in terms of, I mean, when I got in the business, yeah, the average mutual fund fee was one and a half percent with a load to get in. And now companies are offering free ETFs that have no management fees at all, where you can get broad market exposure. They're going to try to sell you other things or give you less money on your cash, but you can get in and be a part of the broad market exposure. Um, which is really for your first two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, the way to go. You get some, you know, I would do at least twenty percent international, yep. if not more like thirty. Um, if you're younger and more aggressive, because we're the U.S. is only you know what twenty five percent of the global GDP growth now. Would you do so, Would you do international with something like Coca Cola or, or Apple, who has sales overseas, or would you go with a company like? Citrion uh, drink, you know, like a, a company that's truly French. Um, no, you would go with an actual. So this is where you kind of stray out of the world of indexing a little bit at some yeah. point. So what I do is a mix of it all, okay. um, where we see that most large cap managers cannot outperform the S&P 500 over a long period of time. And those that do tend to leave that fund company 
And so the very few of those funds stay around 10 years from now. So you might get in now and then the manager leaves, right? So, so what's the point? We actually do some individual stock picking when it comes to looking at the S&P 500 whittling down the stocks that have a dividend increasing history. And it creates kind of like an index with some rules around it. Some funds call that a smart beta, right? It's a way to get broad exposure, but you, you narrow down your search with rules, and um, that includes rules like selling. Like if you see free cash flow decline, a, a dividend drop, over leveraging, you sell the company and you move on. Uh, but then it's around that we surround it with large cap value indexing, um, large cap growth indexing, and then for small cap in international emerging markets, I like a mix of indexing and managed. And I mean, if you've seen some of the things go on in the Russell 2000, you'll know what I'm talking about, why you might want to have some managed and some rules behind the stocks that you're picking in the small cap world. I like that. And um, I think I've made mistakes being an active investor. So I've learned probably to be more passive in my approach, because when you're active, you're like, "Ooh, Under Armour just fell. Maybe I'll buy that. And when they have a problem, it tends to be more than one problem. But I'm digressing. You know what? It's kind of funny. We're just talking about mutual funds. I got a chance to meet Dan Niles a couple weeks ago, and he left Robertson Stevens. He was in charge of their tech fund at one point in time. I got a chance Mm -hmm. to meet him. I almost peed my pants. That's how much active (laughs) mutual fund managers meant to me in the heyday. And you're right. He left the company and started his own company. Then it wasn't a mutual fund. It was for wealthy, high net worth people. Right. And then those hedge funds, like most hedge funds are not keeping up with the market either. So that's why so many hedge funds are dying these days. But look, you, you get through points in time where you look at the Russell 2000, which is an index of small cap stocks. It's very popular right now. We're at the point where 33% of the companies in the index don't have earnings, Rob. They don't make any money. And those are pulled out when you're calculating the PE ratio, the average PE ratio of the Russell 2000. So when you get through elevated or, or late cycle issues, you could end up with more risk in certain indexes than you even know about. And then the, the leveraging inside small cap companies with interest rates so low is at a very high level too. So I want a little bit more smarter approach to my small cap picks right now than just a blind index. Super fast. Do you think passive indexing will cause a market crash? Because when it goes bad, everyone's passively investing. There's so much passive investments out there now. Will the indexing cause a bigger crash? Yeah, but the the farther it goes, the quicker it'll likely come back later on. So I think you're seeing an increased volatility because of that issue, but I don't think it'll cause a bigger crash. Sounds good. The mind of CFP, Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Sign up for the podcast, sign up for newsletters, sign up for uh, some downloadables. You can get it all at newfocusfinancial.com. Mario and Luigi will not be at the big seminar coming up July 11th because their character's in Super Mario Brothers. They went around and collected digital coins. Could have been called Bitcoins. Seminar coming up July 11th in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge will be all about income and retirement. Good event. You can sign up for it at Rob Black's show. Use the code RADIO25. It's a Thursday evening. It's probably my last stop by Palo Alto this year uh, because the year's going by fast, is it not? Now, Bitcoin has had a wild, wild week. I know you're saying week it's kind of funny when you put it that way right it's had a pretty crazy run since june 21st where were you on june 21st it's only six days ago it was around 9200 and it went as high as 14,000, and now it's back down to about 11 and a half you got to watch where it is on a day-by-day basis but 
losing $1,500 in value in just a couple of days is pretty hardcore. But gaining that in a week, I mean, it's great week, horrible two days. How does that even make sense? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money investing, and more. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show. Don't forget to sign up for that event at robblackshow.com and use code radio25. Take a break here. Be right back. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. This is the Strumbellas. Another great thing that has come out of Canada. I almost went to see them in a show recently. Then I realized I had to work the next morning. I'm starting to get to the point where I'm kind of resenting working in the morning. I'm not there yet. I was listening to Howard Stern earlier this week, and he was all upset and been out of shape that Lady Gaga played a concert for Sirius XM, and he didn't go because he had to work, and his wife went. And He's just a miserable human being, and sometimes I feel like I'm a miserable human being. But in my heart, I don't feel like I am, but I just live out kind of miserably. So we learned last week that Kawi Kwai Leonard of the Toronto Raptors basically had a 20-year-old beater SUV. And it's what we would refer to in the financial world as a piece of crap car. Now, that's a level of frugality that's seen, seldom seen in professional sports, right? You hear about how many football and basketball players go bankrupt of just three or four years after they quit the sport because the cash flow stops coming in and they have big services. When you own a home, you own a mortgage and you own a home... You own you know, property taxes and insurance. One of my friends got really, really mad at me last week when I talked about how reverse mortgages as a group have been known for some dirty, bad practices of going into poor neighborhoods, getting people like, hey, here's $100,000. Let's do a reverse mortgage. And you'll never be kicked out of your house as long as you pay the property taxes and insurance. Realize that they couldn't always pay the property taxes and insurance, especially if they go out and spend that money on something stupid. Now, stupid is, stupid does, but one of the mistakes I think we make in this society is we don't protect people from bad, stupid financial mistakes. I don't like 99% of annuities for that reason. Um, $3 on coffee every day is a luxury you can afford, and people seem to have an easier time giving up large luxuries than small luxuries like cars. People like Suze Orman, her name should be Susie Orman, but no, she has to go as Suze Orman. I hate her. I hate everything about her. I hate that she wears pants as, as shirts. It upsets me. Her, her color is wrong. It's like she's too tan. There's a woman called the Tan Mom who got into a lot of trouble on the East Coast because she was taking her kids to tanning salons and basically giving them skin cancer at age 12. Suze Orman says things like, that $5 latte you're drinking? Well, you're going to just pee $5 right down the drain. And you're like, okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, but that's a luxury for people, and it alienates people when you talk to them that way. Hands down, one of the easiest ways to save money is to buy, to drive a piece of crap car. You know, I don't go out and buy 20 business suits a year. I haven't bought a suit in five plus years, probably 10 to be honest with you. I don't buy $10 juicy juice drinks. I don't stay at luxury hotels on road trips. I stay at luxury hotels on vacations, but if I have to, you know, fly for business, I'm I'm good with the Best Western. I don't mind. As long as the bed doesn't have fresh blood on it from a a murder scene, I'm okay with it. And to be quite honest with you, some of the best mattresses you could buy are from murder scenes. So I think driving a Ferrari is one of the the dumbest things I've ever seen. A Beamer, a Benz, I think uh, Teslas. It's incredibly stupid. A Porsche. I've got a family member who owns a white Porsche, and he's a guy. What man owns a white Porsche? 
What's wrong with you? What's what's your peak car? Eh, millennials are car averse. They're all about the scooter, the Uber, the the, the Lyft. I will tell you, probably the easiest way to save money is to buy a piece of crap car. Um, I didn't have a car payment all of my 20s until my early 30s because someone gave me a Toyota Tercel and said, I'm going to give it to you for free as long as you drive it until it, it stops driving. I think I gave her $200. And I, 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 wrote, I wrote it for 15 years. I didn't have a car payment. My insurance was lower and I didn't have a car payment. I still had great dates. I still had a great love life. I still had, you know, fun with friends. When we went skiing, we'd take their vehicle versus mine because mine didn't have a heater or air conditioning. It had a heater, but you couldn't throw skis on top of it because it just wasn't the right size. Um, I at least, if you don't own a car for $150,000, do not own a car. One of the reasons I'm kind of loyal to the brand of Toyota is that their cars last a long time and they have good resale value. You can't get exactly what you paid for for a Toyota Tacoma, but pretty darn close. So that's my financial advice. I'm sticking with it. Whether you like it or not, I'm sticking with it. There's a company called StockX that I want to talk about. It is a stock market of things, so to speak. It's a resale marketplace. You bid on products. They got into the business as one thing and one thing only at once. They were reselling Jordans. Are they called Jordanaires or Jordan? Um, something like that. And basically now it's an online marketplace for buying and selling things. It's called StockX. Um, but they're doing a lot more than shoes. I didn't know there was a market for basketball shoes and nike and everyone else is like starting to see that there is so um brad need, brands need to protect the essence of their brand availability of hard to find items direct relationships with consumers is super important so keep an eye on a company called stock x and go check out their website because i think it'll surprise you it's a company that's going to pull in a billion plus dollar valuation pretty darn fast it just got 110 million dollars of funding and it's called stock x so it is valued now at a billion plus dollars. Um, and they resell shoes, handbags, and watches, but lots of sneakers. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show. Big event coming up in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. Sign up for it July 11th, 630 to 830 at roblackshow.com. Use code RADIO25. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.